This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Uh, it's podcast Monday. Because we do a podcast on Monday, and it's Monday, and we're doing the podcast, so we call it a podcast Monday. Al Duke, you call it a loser Monday because you're a five-team, five-dollar parlay. Didn't pay you jack squat diddly, no. but it's still fun. How you doing? I, I got yeah, I got uh, three out of five. The uh, the one game I should have won, but it, I lost with the points. But that'll happen. Sure. And then the Panthers just screwed me completely. Yeah. I did find a new bet that I enjoy. I think I was telling you guys about, which is uh, if you go to the player bets or player props, whatever you call them, you can look at the odds of a player to score a touchdown, and if you pick a guy on a team, like a game that you're interested in watching, and you pick a guy that's not like a regular scorer, you can get really good odds for a $5 bet. Like you could have gotten a lot on Rico Gathers scoring a touchdown for the Cowboys yesterday. Right, something like that. Perfect. Of course, he doesn't ever catch the ball. but Like yesterday I looked, and um, One yesterday. Tom Brady was big odds to, uh, to, run for a to run for a touchdown. So I took that bet. Look at you. And I won. $7? No, a $5 bet pays like $65. Just kidding. That's pretty good. But I also bet $20 that um, Gronk would score a touchdown. And your $5 parlay. And my $5 parlay. So you lost $25. You made back $65. Yeah. You're plus $40. Okay. Not bad. Plus $40. Oh, wait. I also took Andrew Luck to score a touchdown yesterday. He did not. He did not. That's $5. $5 out the window? Yeah. So you won $35. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. We won. We did good. You did. Me and my buddies won a three-team parlay. Is that right? Yes. We did quite well. Oh, because you combine your cash, so you bet a little more. Correct. I'm not saying any more, but... Because I always have people... bet a little more than $5. I always have people write to me, though, parlay such a sucker You know why they're bet. not? Here's why they're not. So we made enough now to where we can... We covered our losses for the first three weeks that we did it. This was week four. No, this was the third week of doing it. So we lost the first two weeks. We win week three. We made enough now that can cover the next three weeks. Perfect. We can have some fun with it. And if we win, great. If we don't, we're into it. Nothing wrong with it. We're not. Right. No one's looking to get rich. No. So it's fun. That is fun. And this weekend I went to a movie. I went you to did? see A Star is Born. Oh, okay. My wife wants to see that. With That's the Lady Gaga movie and Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Good or not good? It was good, but it, it got like rave, rave, rave reviews. And you would it walk out saying it was good. It was good. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay, great. Thank you for lowering expectations. Yeah, just I'm just saying go in with a little lowered expectations. I went to a movie theater in uh, Bradley Beach. 
It's uh, one of those old movie theaters where There's they just two theaters, just one theater. Oh my god, only one. They just and it's uh, hmm, smells like urine, but it's very cheap. <laughs> the seats have not been changed since the 1920s. <laughs> the candy is cheap. The ticket is cheap, and it's all old people. This is this is right up your alley. Perfect for me. That is tremendous. And how, much fairness, like, how much did the night cost you? I'm sure it's not urine, but it just smells like an old place. Old people. Actually, and they only take cash, of which I didn't have any, so it didn't cost me anything. It cost Gina uh, $16 for two of us. Wow, that's it? And then I bought... What time uh, did you go, 3 o'clock in the afternoon? No, 7.20 on a Saturday night. <laughs> $8 a ticket. Wow, how about that? And I got Goobers for two fifty. Wow. So you guys went out for $18.50? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's right. That's a, you go out. You actually go out in Manhattan. You get a vodka drink for eighteen dollars yeah. and fifty cents. We got the two tickets to the movies and goobers. Not bad, Al. I'm impressed. And we got to sit next to old people <laughs> that weren't talking or on their cell phones. Actually, that's funny you say that because there were a. You know, we got to the movie theater early, like all the old people do. <laughs> and the old people go on their phones when they're bored as well. I'm sure they do. They're hey, listen. They may be late, but they're in the party. They're in the party. They're in the mix. They are in the mix. Have to have it. They got it. And a lot of, here's another thing I've noticed with old, older guys. They love New Balance sneakers. Myself included. I was there in a pair of New Balance. (laughs) But I looked around, all the seniors, New Balance. Boy, you're fitting right in at the. Right in. At the ripe age of 49. Yeah. All right. That was the look. So you're not going to go with the Air Jordans next time? No. Okay. Rip pants. Ripped jeans. Ripped jeans. Let me see what uh, what's stories. What's out of the headlines, Al? See what I have here for you, Jerry. Let's see. Uh, here's a study that says uh, why that people hate cuddling in their sleep. Are you a cuddler, Jerry? you're sleeping. No, I think actually if you took an overhead shot of me and my wife in bed when we're sleeping, you'd think we're divorced. <laughs> Two separate ends of the bed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, because it says here, Jerry, that snuggling side by side gets 50% more nighttime disturbances than sleeping alone. Yeah, because once someone moves, it disturbs you. One in four American couples sleep separately. Um, I Yeah, I believe that. I mean, there's a lot of nights me and my wife sleep, sleep, sleep separately. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. No. I sleep on the couch sometimes. Most nights we are together, but there are plenty that we're not. Especially we sleep weird hours. Yes, that's part of it. And... uh your significant others, maybe if you if you have one of these jobs, you sleep odd hours. It's you know when they come into the room and you've been sleeping a couple hours, they wake you up. Correct. I know. And not, then you get them back when your alarm goes off at three o'clock in the morning. Always, which is which is interesting because most mornings now I get up literally two to three minutes before the alarm. Very strange. Read an article this morning that that is stress related. Oh really? Yeah. Like you're thinking about. I don't feel like I'm stressed. But yeah. yeah, I get the same thing, and I don't feel like I'm stressed either. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, I know your your world. Um, very stressful. Supposedly stress related, but yeah, I've been getting up just short of the alarm lately. Like this morning, I set the alarm since we did not drive in together again today, uh, and I wasn't picking you up. I set the alarm for three ten. Usually, I'm out the door by three ten. Right. I set the alarm for three ten, and I got up at three o one or something. Interesting. Yeah. I was up earlier than I wanted to be. The body knows, Jerry. I guess. I would, you know, if it wasn't the type of job that if you're not here, it's noticeable. I would love one night to go to bed without setting the alarm and just tell myself before I go to bed, all right, you're getting up at three and see if I do. 
I'm not sure. Internal alarm clock? Yeah, because like when I come off the plane from Rutgers and I do these games and I get here, let's say, at 1 a.m. And I'm in Boomer's office sleeping on the air mattress that you provide or the couch or wherever I am. I will set the alarm for 4 o'clock so I can get up, wash my face, brush my teeth, and at least give myself 20 minutes to kind of wake up and be at my desk at 420 like I am every day. But there's a part of me that every 25 minutes I'm up looking at the clock. Right. Because I don't want to sleep through the alarm. I don't want to make it an issue. I, I You can't be late on those days because then you're not allowed to do the job. So there's something there for sure. But I don't know. If I went to bed on a Monday night like tonight and I did not set the alarm, I'm not sure if I'd get up or not. The uh, Kramer on Seinfeld used to be able to do that, his character. He'd go 7 a.m., he'd lock it in, in his brain, and go to bed. Be cool. That would happen to me when I, um, w- like when we would go for the show on remote and we'd yeah. stay at a hotel, constantly getting up every yes, hour. Because you don't want to be, especially if we stayed out a little later than we should. Yes. You can't be late coming down no. there then. So I'm with you on that. Totally agree. Cuddlers. Cuddling, Jerry. Are you a cuddler? Sometimes I'm a cuddler. Really? Occasionally. No kidding. Every once in a while, Jerry. I, I could would surprise have you. Never ever known that. Only 13% of people cuddle close, it says. So you're here. one of 13%. I would have taken you as the one where she goes to bed, you go outside and sleep on the uh, the outdoor patio furniture. No, she will sometimes leave me if she feels like she's going to disturb my sleep, which I appreciate. That's very nice of her. Yeah. How about that? Huh. But then I do start to wonder, did she leave completely or is she just downstairs? <laughs> you by yourself. Yeah. Did she take the car and head out of town or? <laughs> if she did, she left you with the with the house. That's right. All right, Jerry. That's a, a, a file it under cuddling stories. Got it. Where, okay. am, I, where am I following this? Uh, file it under cuddling. Yeah. In the file cabinet we keep with all the stories. Right. Uh, redheaded people age better according to science. Okay. This research was published in the journal Current Biology and says that redheaded people, so Evan Roberts, will age better than the rest of us. Evan's in his 30s. He still looks like he's 14. He does look like a young kid. Yeah. My cat's a man. He should be a man. Well, he's a, red, a man. A redheaded man. But he still looks like a child. Why do you think redheads are so rare? I, I, I have no idea. They are, though. Yeah, I guess. We only know one redhead here. Most, right. Most are brunettes or blondes, yeah. I don't, or brown hair. I don't know. Some brown-haired people, some red-headed people consider themselves brown-haired. But you go get Eddie. I'm sure he knows the answer to this. As to why the redhead gene? Yes. I guarantee you he's got an answer. And, like, what's the likelihood that Evan has a red-headed child? I would think a lot more likely had Evan not had red hair. So more likely than you having a redheaded child. I would think so, unless my wife slept with a guy that's got red hair and didn't tell me. Or we don't know. Maybe it skips a generation. I suppose. I don't know how that goes. I just made a rhyme. And redheaded people have a lot of freckles also. Yeah. This is really what you're bringing to the table. This is the topics today. (laughs) Um, Cuddling. And cuddling with a redhead, Jerry. Oh, come on. Very Now, how many redheads did you have in your class? I had two. I only recall one redhead. Okay. I had two. Two redheads. Not one. Some people have one. I have two. A gentleman or a woman? One and one. One and one. Yep. Patty See, was the female. Was She was the girl. And Jeremy was the guy. I think when uh, when we're kids, 
we see a redheaded girl when we were in grade school and, and they get made fun of for having red hair. I don't think she ever got made fun of for having red hair. And as they blossom into adulthood, Jerry, redheads are attractive. Absolutely. If you're attractive, you're attractive. You know Who what's strange, what kind though? Of hair you have? When women, and this will be older women, like uh, one of my aunts does this. She has red hair? She dyes her hair maroon, which is not a color. Maroon. Maroon. Why? That's a, that's a, a color that older women dye their How hair. How old are we talking? Um, I'm going to say she's in her 60s. Maroon. Maroon hair. Huh. I could go maroon. I'd like to see you with maroon, <laughs> purplish maroon hair. If I dyed my hair, can I, can you get it out? It's a good question. <laughs> you have no idea. I don't. Do I, yeah, I don't know. Or does it have to phase itself? I out? I think it phases itself out. Really? So if I get, hey, Mister Gray, if I get just for men, yeah, that will stay and remain until it kind of works its, its way out, out of yes. its out of your hair. So I, there's no like magic shampoo. I don't think so, but I'm sure there's something where it's like, wash your hair with the rubbing alcohol. And, <laughs> come and it'll I'll come be out. than you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Do not do that, Jerry. Interesting. All right. So, so far, uh, we've had a story on cuddling, a story on redheads. This isn't exactly sex robots and uh, cheating spouses. Lakeland, Florida. Oh, here we go. Here's the headline, Jerry. Wife claimed to accidentally stab husband after slipping on dog poop. <laughs> this has got your name written all over it. Yeah. A uh, 40-year-old fella passed away. Uh, detective said the wife and suspect, 38-year-old Rachel, gave several inconsistent statements about the events that led up to the stabbing. She gave two different explanations during her initial 911 call. She first said she was holding her dog while doing dishes, then ran towards her husband, slipped, and a knife entered his shoulder. Later in the call, she said she was holding her dog while slicing pizza, went to talk to her husband, tripped, and accidentally stabbed him. I'm just curious, what yeah. did um, what the husband say? Well, he's he's passed, unfortunately. She, oh, I thought she hit him in the shoulder. No, well, that was one of her stories. Good Lord. I think he's, yeah, stabbing death occurred on in June, this story's from. It's just coming out now, Jerry. That is terrible, man. He was transported to Lakeland Hospital, but uh, later did not make it. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. She said she uh, woke up around 8 a.m. to cook a frozen pizza. He was sleeping on the couch. She ate half the pizza. Later, she said she used a knife to start slicing the other half when she heard the dog went walking, slipped on dog poop, and stabbed him. Yeesh. I don't know that I buy this story. I, I don't do think, you think? I don't think the cops are believing it either, Jerry. <laughs> My God. Sheriff said, quote, the suspect made a lot of excuses. None of them made sense. In the end, they determined this was an intentional act. Yeah, you think? So guess where she is, Jerry? Jail. The Slammer. Did you see the story that your boy Clay Travis tweeted out? Uh, Which one is this? The one from Tennessee. He said this might be the greatest paragraph on the internet ever. Yes. Do you have it in front of you? I do. Yes, yeah. I, I, I made sure I retweeted it so I could find it. I remember reading it and enjoying it. I mean, you got to be All kidding All right, go me. ahead. So uh, Bristol, Tennessee, here's the headline. Tennessee dad tried to kill son, okay? Here's the paragraph that he calls the greatest paragraph in, <laughs> in internet history. All right. A man, who police say, a man who police say was run over with a lawnmower while trying to kill his son with a chainsaw. 
What a scene over there. Has, has had to have his leg amputated. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hold on. Read that one more time. A man. A man who police say was run over with a lawnmower while trying to kill his with a chainsaw. So a guy was going to try to kill someone with a chainsaw. That guy with the chainsaw. His son, not that guy. He got, as he was running with the chainsaw to kill the guy, he got run over with a lawnmower. And he just, like, amputated. And has slit. And is he up for attempted murder, I hope? That's the only paragraph that oh, he Oh, one paragraph. Out. Holy gotta, mackerel. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. That was in Tennessee, you said? <laughs> Bristol, Tennessee. Not Florida. That was not Florida. I'd I'm love to see, see if there's a, an update to that. Story. I'd love to see Florida try to compete with that. <laughs> like another Florida be like, we can I beat that. I don't know if that actually, uh, if, <laughs> I don't know if you would want to compete with that. All right, so here we go. This was two days ago. Oh, my God. I mean, you can't even make this up. Are there photos of the folks uh, There's involved? a photo of the man who's 76, yeah, mm. who tried to attack his son. So if I read this story, a Tennessee man lost one of his legs after his son tried to fend off the 76-year-old's chainsaw attack, mm. drove over the older man with a lawnmower. Uh, the father blah, faces charges of attempted second-degree murder. The incident happened June 28th, but because of the severity of the injury, authorities weren't able to serve the arrest warrant until this past Tuesday. Wow. Officials say... His son was mowing the front lawn when his father went after him with a chainsaw. The son defended himself against the attack by running over him with the lawnmower. Wow. Think oh it was my. a riding mower or a push oh mower? Oh, God. I would think this was a push mower. Yeah. This is, I mean, you got to be kidding me. They say the two men have had a long-running feud. The two men, the father and son. Feuding. Wow. Amazing. Terrible. That's not good, Jerry. No. There's not, I mean, just, Wow. Let me end with a puppy story then. Uh, today we had puppies from the North Shore Animal League. Yeah. They were up at 92.3 Alt. Oh, they were? Yeah, for they were doing something up there with them. But when I got word that there were puppies here, I sent Tom Izzo to go grab a couple puppies. Oh, okay. So when they brought them down into the studio, I just wanted to walk one of the dogs in. We, I was going to carry them in and, and put them on the desk in front of Gio. Right. And the woman with North Shore Animal League said, may I... May I carry the dog in? They're very squirmy. Yes. So I said, well, it's on TV. I said, I'll be very careful with the dog. I have dogs. I've had dogs. I can. I know I'll grasp them, and I'll make sure not to drop them. So she let me take the dog, even though she didn't want me to because she was looking out for the dog. Right. I bring the dog in. I put the dog on the desk. Gio's playing with the dog. Gio puts the dog on his lap, and Gio drops the dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right after the woman told me. I know. Please be careful. These dogs will jump out of your arms. Yes. And yeah. it, it dove right into the garbage yes. can. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they were cute, though. Adorable. Yes. I cannot take a 60-pound dog, though. Duh, they'll be big. That's what they said. They're going to be 60 pounds? That's what she said. Because I really? asked, if she would have said 30 pounds, yeah. maybe. You start getting to that size, and then it's too much. Big bowel movements also to pick up. That, too. I wasn't thinking of that. I did. But that is true. Yes. Big bowel movements. Big bowel movements. I mean, good and you got to pick clean up after dogs wherever you uh, take them. Yeah, as opposed days. to the cat, the cats that have their own litter box, and you just clean it up, you scoop it, and you throw it out. It's so much easier. Do you keep your litter box in the bathroom? I feel like I would. Yeah. You do, right? Yes. We have one specific area for them. In, the, in a bathroom? Mm-hmm. 
where the cat the kitty litter goes. And yeah. then how often you got to po- scoop poop out? Anytime of there? they go, anytime they go, unless we're not home, you scoop it. And they're on a, I mean, they're really on a schedule now. We a poop know. schedule. Yes. Cat poop they schedules. They eat within 20 minutes after they eat, they're going. Really? Yeah, maybe a half hour. So we will, once we see them go upstairs, you kind of wait five minutes, you go up, clean it, and it's gone. What happened? This is a serious question. When, when cats pee in a litter box, does it soak up the pee? Yeah, it clumps. A cat pees in a litter box, it clumps up? Yeah. It's clumping litter. Cats really are a great, I'm allergic to they're them. They're easy. They're so, so easy. easy. And I know, listen, in the past, Craig would sit there and talk about how disgusting they are. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I mean, no offense, but his, he had monster dogs that... With a lot of spit. Yeah. Craig's so, dog had, he had those, a mastiff, and they right. got spit everywhere. A great dog, but don't tell me my my nine-pound cat is disgusting right. when you've got that. And so these That's two, fair. are they're amazing. They're really clean. They're easy to handle. They get along. It's all good. So when it clumps up, can you tell the difference between poop and pee? Sure you can. You can. Yeah. It's a ball. And it that literally clumps into a ball. And uh, that kitty litter acts as like an air freshener to it? it? Yeah. If you buy the ones, you can get unscented. I do get the scented ones. So it's not you don't even really know they went. It's interesting. And do they kick up the stuff? Do they bury it? Yes. They do. That's why we know they're on the schedule. We follow them up and then we know you just shake it and there it is. But it's always buried underneath, which is why you don't smell it. Do they have their own kitty litters, each one? No, they share one. One. Yeah. All right, this has no. been very educational. You should get a cat. I'm, I'm very allergic to them, but Just I take like... take a pill, you'll be fine. You I, take pills already. What the hell's the difference in another I, one? I do take enough pills as it is. You um, know I take nothing? Really? Nothing. I just take, like, vitamin, but I don't take medicine. Nothing. I take two acid reflux pills. Some people take one, you take two. I take two. I take nothing. Thankfully. I hope that stays that way. Sounds like you're bragging. Uh, I'm not bragging. That's a fact. I'm not bragging. And I'm on an antibiotic right now for my prostate. Which still isn't right. It's getting better, though. Today I feel better so far. All right. The best so far. I'd just be concerned when you get off the antibiotic. Right. Sorry, don't look at me like that. Well, you put that in my head. No, no. Feel the pain again. Well, you are a hypochondriac. Yes, a penis hypochondriac. That, that. I always feel like something wrong with my area. I called the uro- urologist the other day. You did? Yeah, because I had to stop going to this doctor four or five years ago because our insurance changed. They didn't take it. So I went in for my appointment four or five years ago. They go, we don't take this anymore. I'm like, all right, well, I like this doctor, and I'm not going to have this done anywhere else, so I will give you a credit card. Tell me how much it's going to be. And the woman was, she goes back, she talks to him. She comes back, she goes, he is honored that you would still like to see him. He's only going to charge you $250 for the process today. <laughs> she goes, but we can't do this over and over because it's expensive. And we're running machine, you know, the computers and the diagnostics. I said, okay, fair enough. So I went to him. Everything was great. It was $250. Never heard from him again. They didn't bill me anymore. Wonderful. So our insurance changed again. So I called on Friday. I said, hi, my name is so-and-so. I used to be a patient of doctor, blah, blah, blah. I said, I got new insurance. I really would like to see the doctor again. Uh, she goes, great. What's your insurance? I told her. She goes, don't take it. Click. I was like, okay. <laughs> she clicked you? like, wow. She just hung up on me. Wow. I was like, all right then. Well, guess I'll go find another urologist. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You, you got to be careful with the uh, urologist. Sure. I would recommend finding someone with small hands. <laughs>
that's how I should have chose mine. Small fingers. <laughs> what size is your pointer finger? Uh, how tall is the doctor I'm going to come see? His feet size is what? <laughs> is he a thick fella? <laughs> a thick fella is fine. More on the slim side. You could be five foot five and be 300 pounds and have right. tiny little hands. That's true. But whatever. I got to go. All right, Jerry. Warm up next. Yo. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, it's a super Monday morning for you here in October. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, while people were sleeping, people, not peeper, while people were sleeping at last like night. At 8.30? Well. What do you mean at midnight? Probably midnight. Okay. I don't even know when these Sunday night games get over at this About point. 11.30. 11.30. Sure. That's late. It's a lot of football. You're watching the 1 o'clock games, the 4 o'clock games, these it's night games. It's a lot of football. It's a lot of football. Uh, Gina actually asked me yesterday. She said, um, she goes, um, when will, when, when, on what Sunday is there no longer football? I go, February. Well, yeah. I said February. She goes, oh, that's, that's a long. <laughs> that is a long, that's a I'm long like, season. Yeah. We just started. Yeah. We're only six weeks into a 17 week season. And then you got about three or four weeks of playoffs and then the Super Bowl. Yeah, so if you are with someone that watches football, you've got a long way to go. I actually know people that refuse to go to weddings on Sundays during the NFL season. Well, who's having a wedding on a Sunday? A lot of people do. A little cheaper on a Sunday. Get a nice Sunday afternoon. I, I, thought, know, I know couples where the wife has gone solo to the wedding because the husband will not go. I thought the cheapos did uh, Friday night weddings. <laughs> First of all. It's not cheapo, Mister. You've never gotten married and had to pay for a wedding yourself, Mister. Cheapo yourself. Yeah, you gotta go. Out. You've got to have the wedding on a Saturday. You don't in the summer. Friday night's actually kind of cool. Or it doesn't it's Friday count. night. You get your weekend going. That is I'm true. Good with Friday night, the Sunday at noon, one o'clock, one tough. Yeah, but you do what you got to do. It's and fine. Then all the football fans are gathered around the the bar yes. watching uh, the NFL games. Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of times in the NFL, these games that have a lot of hype, nothing ever lives up to the hype. I, I thought last night did, though, right? Exactly, Jerry. Last night, everyone said, this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be 43-40. That's exactly what it was. Is that how it sounded? This is going to be 43-40. <laughs> well, it's just one of those like, oh, just, these defenses can't stop each other. <laughs> High-powered <laughs> offenses. Up and down the field. A lot of field goals, though. Yes, and, a lot of field goals yesterday in general around the league. Which right. right. But I feel like that did in the Chiefs. That whole first half, they were just kicking field goals. If you don't get seven, you usually put yourself in a bad spot, especially if you're trading touchdowns for field goals. That's a mess. And then I was looking, I was like, is Gronk even playing in this game? Well, he made a couple of big catches. Late. You like his stiff arm? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was embarrassing for that whoever he That was as good as the one in Tampa a few weeks ago. He just threw that guy <laughs> off of him. Yeah. Now, give him credit, though. The kid got right up and kept running. It was like he got tossed oh, he down. Did. He was on all fours, and he crawled his way right back up. Yes. So that lived up to the hype. Um, Let me ask you, if that yes. was you that got stiff-armed by Boomer, yeah. would you just stay there face down in the turf, like embarrassed? Yeah, I would have faked an injury. <laughs> Lower back injury if I got stiff-armed <laughs> like course, that. Of course you would have. Then the Jets got seven field goals. Seven field goals. That game, they should have six, should have scored 65 points yesterday. Yes, by a fella named Jason Myers. He wears the number two. Will people show up in number two jerseys next week, Jerry? Uh, no. Now, yeah, will you find one? Yeah. Maybe. Because there's always one. His wife? 
guy Parents? who's trying to be hilarious and he'll have the kicker's jersey His on. His family, yeah. But is it going to be littered with number littered. two? Littered. I don't think so. Is he going to, this week, be the number one selling jersey? Possibly, Jerry. Probably not. What if you took your old Joe Namath throwbacks and peeled the number one off? We're probably not going We're to number do that. Two. We're not going to do Jason that. Jason Myers. No one is going to peel the number one off their number 12 jersey for Jason Myers. Normally when you're kicking a lot of field goals, you're not winning those games. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Cowboys kicked a lot of field goals, and they won by like 100 points. Man, they smacked the Jaguars around. Yeah, pretty much told you they Who would. Who saw that coming? I did. We'll get to that. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh. I do remember when you made that pick. Yeah. And I, I said was, they were going to blow them out. We were mocking you. Yes. Because you work on the Cowboys national radio we broadcast, will. we thought you were that was a homer pick. That wasn't a homer pick, actually. You actually thought the Cowboys were going to. I roll thought they. I thought they would win the Jaguar did, D. When the whole when I said they would route them, that was just me being annoyed at Greg killing them and then Boomer mocking them. So I was having a little fun with it, but I absolutely thought they would win the game. See, if you bring that up without playing your clip. They're not going to believe that you said that. They will because I texted Boomer at halftime yesterday. And then, boom, you hit him with the with the clip. No, I Suck was, it. <laughs> I was texting Boomer. What was more surprising, Jerry, the Cowboys scoring 40 points against the Jaguars or Brock Osweiler <laughs> getting a start and the win? And threw for 380 yards. Because I saw Bears fans on social media. Yeah. They were licking their lips. Yeah. When they saw that uh, Ryan Tannehill was out, they're like, Brock Osweiler, what a joke. <laughs> and that means there was the 75-yard touchdown pass right after the Bears took the lead. And then you got, did you see Kenyon Drake fumble at the one-yard line? Yes. I mean, my God, you would have thought, all right, there's the turning point. This poor kid sitting on the sidelines with a towel over his head feels like he just ruined the game, which he did. You ruined it. And then their kicker misses a long field goal, and they come back and win. So, yeah, it's pretty wild, actually. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you see... I, I never know how to pronounce this guy's first name. Smith. Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney. He tackled Chris Ivory by, by the, the hair. By that one long yeah. strand of hair. Yeah. And he pulled him right down. This has happened a few times now this year to guys that have the hair. I think Isaiah Crowell, I think he was pulled down by the hair last week. This and, was like, violently. Yeah, this that one. Was... Clowney was all the way on the ground pulling. Yeah. Pulling, and then he finally got him down. Now, how does the hair not rip? I don't know. Are those attached to his head or are they clipped in? I don't know, Al. I think it's his hair. I'm not sure. You're telling me that they're wearing extensions to play football? Possibly. There's no way. Well, I think when you put in, I know when women put in extensions, I think that stays with them. I don't think they take them on and off every day. But you would think they would pop right out the head, though, no? Yeah, I I would uh, shave my head if I was a football player. You don't want to go with the hair down to the shoulder? No, I would do that in the off season. Hmm. That the hair and the um the gold chains throws about, me before off. Before you want to go with the long hair, but you just grow some hair. <laughs> All right, just any I mean, hair I'm I would just take. Saying. I mean you're bald. Yes. And I feel like we missed a lot of stuff on Friday. Always missed a lot of stuff on Friday. What did we miss? Well, just there was a lot of stuff. The Yankees talked on Friday. Yeah, but did you see the stuff with Sonny Gray? <laughs> no. How do you not see I don't know. That? I didn't see you that. You just said you missed a lot on Friday. Yes. Usually, and that I would missed mean that. you went back and read it on Saturday and said, damn it, we missed that. I was reading Brian a lot. Brian Cashman, they asked him about Sonny Gray, and Brian Cashman, I'm paraphrasing, basically said, yeah, he should be somewhere else. <laughs> he doesn't belong here. Is that right? Yes. That I mean, you talk about honest. Yeah. Get him out. So, yeah, they did speak on uh, Friday. They spoke. Pat Shermer spoke. Pat Shermer. <laughs> They're sticking with Eli Manning. So we still believe in Eli. I completely forgot about how bad the Giants backup quarterback situation is. 
Yeah, Alex Tanny, right? Yeah, whoever that is. <laughs> Career backup quarterback. Yeah. That's the way that, he's like Nathan Peterman. Did you see how that happened yesterday? Yeah, that did not go well. <laughs> Return for a touchdown late in the game. Yes. Oh, terrible. Uh, so they spoke. Uh, Geno Smith tweeted. I mean, and I'm glad that you tweeted back at him like many did. Yeah. I mean, can he just shut up? I Gino, mean, honestly. Geno Smith tweeted out on Friday, y'all owe my boy Mac an apology. No, we don't actually. For Ben McAdoo. <laughs> Stop it. I do like that Geno mixes it up. He does mix it up. So then did he I, come back at you? He did not. But many people did. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I tweeted back to Geno Smith, uh, you owe Jets fans an apology. And I got a lot of, for what? <laughs> for doing what he did. So I wrote, for being terrible. And not then I had a go. lot. Not well. People were not. I was surprised at how many defenders Geno Smith really? had. Yeah. Wow. They felt like that the Giants screwed him over and the Jets oh, both screwed him over. Enough with the Giants screwing him over. Yeah. You know, tell me the Jets did. Eh, all right, fine. He screwed the Jets. The Giant thing, please. He was here for 10 minutes. Right. He screwed over. Why? Yeah. But I was surprised. I thought I was going to be a home run. Hilarious tweet on my part. I laughed. And it got fired right back at me. Well, you fired me up. I enjoyed it. We got to take right. a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have a couple of more stories. And then Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. We've got two more minutes to the top. Patriots beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football 43-40. Earlier in the day, the Jets over the Colts 42-34. Packers, Niners tonight. Red Sox beat the Astros 7-5. You've got Dodgers, Brewers tonight. And the Devils beat the Sharks 3-2. Go. Packers, Niners. That's going to be a total letdown from last night. Thursday night? Chiefs, Patriots. Isn't it... um... Cardinals and Ravens, maybe? I forget. Something terrible. Not sexy. Let's put it that way. Not sexy. No. You can't always have a sexy primetime game. I guess. Jerry, see if you were concerned about this. I had a very alert Twitter uh, follower send this to me. He was concerned watching the Jets yesterday in the 50-something degree weather. It was was, uh, upper 50s, right? Yeah, 58, sure. That he felt Sam Darnold kept going to the hand warmers a little too often. It's going to be a problem in November <laughs> right. and December. Yes. <laughs> He's a and California that, kid, isn't he? Yeah, and I never really thought about that. Yeah. And then I was like, he was right. Wait till he goes to Orchard Park in December. Right. <laughs> he kept going to the hand warmers in the upper 50s. So yes. is he allowed to to bring those, Um, you know how you could get those hand warmers, uh, those packets? The muffs. No, no, the packets that you get that heat yeah, your hands. That's what I was using on Saturday. Yeah, can you use those in an NFL game? I'm not sure if you can. Well, they, don't, they don't have pockets in their pants, do they? That's a great point. Be listening today through <laughs> Thursday in the 9 a.m., noon, 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. hours for your chance to win Brooklyn Nets sweet tickets for their home opener Friday night at the Barclays Center against the Knicks.